0: You're listening to Talk Animal, What Animals Want You to Know, with Judy Anderson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talk Animal, What Animals Want You to Know. This is your host, Judy Anderson. So glad today to have you here. And we're talking about animals and humanity's ascension today. And we have a real great guest that you're thoroughly going to enjoy her name is Lori Spagna. She's a spiritual teacher and ascension guide and animal communicator. And she's been working for over 20 years, maybe even longer than that, working with humans and animals. And she really wants to support Light workers and spiritually minded animals lovers about how we can improve our lives by learning from animals. And as you all know, animals are so brilliant. So there is a lot to share. So, um, Lori, I wanted to welcome you to Talk Animals. So happy to have you here today.
1: Hey, Judy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be with you today and with everyone who's listening.
0: Great, great. So animals and human, humanity's ascension. When did you start talking about this? What led you to start talking about animals and humanity's ascension, Lori?
1: Well, when I started, what, really it started way back when I, I just wanted to be of service to animals on a global scale. Back then, I was thinking more like Caesar Milan dog training. And I became a dog trainer, and I started hearing the animals very early on. Uh, right from the beginning when I was going through the training, you know, how to be a dog trainer, I started hearing the dogs, and the first, like, most clear thing I would hear was, you listen to me, and I will teach you.
0: Oh, they would yes. all say
1: that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so as I started to get better at listening... And just paying attention to the signs and the signals and what they were saying and sharing was that, you know, they speak this universal language of energy and that energy is a language of love and everything in their society is based on that. Um, this is started off with just dogs, right? And that, that this mm-hmm. is true of all animals too, though, that, that all animals speak a universal language of energy, which is a language of love. And that they were here, that they're all here to help humans, but not in the way that we think in a regular sort of physical way, you know, not like just to be food for us, but in a way to help us understand this universal language of love and for us to start sort of speaking it as well, but not in the traditional sense of speaking words, but just energetically understanding energy. So that was like the very earliest messages. That's where it started. And then as it kind of grew from there and I was working, I was working initially as a dog trainer and I would hear the animals. So I would include animal telepathy with my dog training services. I started learning more and more how the animals were really there for their humans to help their humans to help their humans to heal and resolve the issues in the human life. And that in almost every case, the animal was a mirror, a mirror to the human. So even if the human couldn't see it or understand it, it almost became, it was so clear to me very early on from the animals that they were saying, okay, this is what I'm showing my human. This is what I'm absorbing from my human. This is how I'm helping my human heal. This is a behavior I'm helping my human to resolve or address. So that's really where it started. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, does it ever make sense? And thank goodness that you listen to the animals. (laughs) They're so wise.
1: It really is amazing if we are willing to see and perceive the animals take on so much energy from us. They're they're basically uh, the ultimate psychic sponge, the ultimate empath. Right. So because I've always said your animals know your secrets. You know they know what you're thinking. They pick right. it up because of the way their brains work. So that because their brains, we're pri- primarily left brain, and for the most part we're u- utilizing. For the most part we're using a beta brainwave. And um, except when we sleep, you know, and then if we if we you know light meditation, which is what most people do, is an alpha brainwave. But the animals are mostly in a theta brainwave most of the time, and that brainwave is a thinking, conscious, aware brainwave. So, so it's a total it's a telepathic brainwave. It's It's a brainwave when we learn how to utilize that brainwave, we become more telepathic and we can have telepathic dialogue. So that's one of the things, they're they're psychic sponges in that sense, because they can hear and discern information that comes through the telepathic brainwave. And because they're speaking a language of energy, they're empathic, they're so empathically sensitive. And empathy is basically the sensory part of us, the extrasensory that's beyond telepathy. So it's not just their brains, their, their heart chambers, their heart centers are generally more open than ours. We have to actively work to open our heart centers whereas theirs is wide open. So they receive Mm -hmm. empathic information that way. And then they also receive extrasensory information really through their skin. That's why they're also sponges. So whatever energy we're feeling and experiencing, that we normally would need to identify with our left brain like, oh, what am I feeling? What is this experience? And then we have to sort of go back and forth between our left brain, our right brain. The right brain experiences it, senses it, feels it. The left brain identifies it logically. Oh, this is the feeling of stress. Oh, this is anxiety. Oh, this is fear. Oh, this is worry. That that We're emitting that through our field of energy, We're radiating it out through our bodies, whether or not we're conscious of it or not. And then the animal energetically feels it and takes it on. And it can manifest as, again, you know, it can manifest as any form of behavior. So an animal with extreme anxiety very or, you know, very bad behavior problems are usually rooted in anxiety-related issues in the home and an animal with health diseases is typically almost always rooted in emotional and or mental upset within the home right, right. exactly
0: right. oh this is great so lori now i we are talking now to lori spagna she about animals and humanity's ascension and in a moment we're going to take a very short break and i want to remind everyone listening to please visit our website at talkanimal.net for specials and resources to support your animals and you. and or you have something that you're going to be contributing to our website would you explain what that is very quickly it's um
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a sacred membership that I offer for people. It's an annual membership. And in the membership, there are tons, like thousands of hours of classes, of content, of um, tutorials, of meditation, of healing, of activations, of transmissions for both people and animals. And um, yeah, it's a year-long membership. And and it's sort of like Netflix. You get in there and you have (laughs) content on just about every area both video, PDF, you know, um, like, you know, and audio in all formats. So, yeah, it's great stuff in there. Okay, it's
0: like, great. Yes. And then yeah. you have a coupon code. A very special offer for listeners of Talk Animal is the coupon code is Judy. So put Judy in and you get the Special that she has for all the talk animal listeners. So great, that's wonderful, Lori. Look forward. Yeah, to we'll that. give we'll give
1: them a hundred dollars savings off that rate, and it's oh
0: fantastic. It is
1: way worth way more than that. They'll love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, fantastic. And also, I want to remind everyone too that um, that you can also sign up for some amazing shows where wonderful energy workers like Lori are interviewed, and you can actually ask questions, experience their activations and processes. And that's at jazzupyourlifewithjudy.com. I'm Judy. (laughs) So you can go there and join the community and have a great time. We do have a great time. So we're going to take a quick break now and hold on. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high-vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today.
0: Hello, everybody. We are back. We are talking to Lori Spania about animals and humanity's ascension. Lori, what are animals... Saying about our humanity's ascension. Well, well,
1: the first thing to understand is what well, basically what animals are doing, in a sense, for the collective is that they're holding. Um, we could call them templates, but in reality, what they have is all of the virtues that humans are learning to develop. So they're they're basically embodying the virtues, the qualities that we need to develop, awaken, and behave as, right? Develop within ourselves. So we're just learning these virtues. So for example, forgiveness is a great example, right? If you accidentally step on a paw of a dog or if in an extreme case somebody's just in a really bad mood and they yell at their dog or or their cat even or any animal, five minutes later or not even, the animal doesn't. Even remember, it's as if they don't remember it. They're still loving, right? right. They're still, right. right. They don't have to learn forgiveness. Animals don't have to learn forgiveness. They oh. already have that virtue, but we're learning forgiveness. That's just one example. Another example, take an animal who's just, I would say this about my dog. She just loves everybody. She is mm-hmm. in love with everybody. Now, Mm -hmm. that is magnanimity, magnanimity. That is a virtue that animals naturally have, magnanimity. Now, we might not think that. We might look at a tiger who's like, you know, doing a hunt, and we not might not think that that animal has magnanimity. But that is a quality that animals do have, even if we don't understand it. And that means to love and accept everyone and everything exactly as it is. That's magnanimity. So, we're learning that behavior. And that's just another example of a virtue. but I could go on, right? The animals are embodying the virtues that humans are just beginning to understand and develop within ourselves. So that's one of the major ways. So and when we talk about how that relates to ascension, you see this is part of their divine mission and and contract and purpose for being here. So, um, as humans now, we are being really in a sense lovingly forced by the universe by by the mighty you know all that it is to mm-hmm. to 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 elevate our consciousness into higher frequencies of love while simultaneously really releasing our attachments to our old belief systems, our old paradigm, our old way of being, our old ways of behaving that typically have been fear-based and also have been sort of in the dark. In other words, where when I say in the dark or in the shadows, what I mean is where we do not have sovereignty and freedom over our own bodies, our own beings, our own rights, Where we give, have given our power to so called false leaders or authorities external to us. That's the old paradigm, right? So we're being lovingly kind of like forced out of that to awaken from that. And this is part of how the animals are helping us because not only as they, do they hold these virtues that we're learning from them and, and they, you see, by holding them in their bodies energetically, they anchor them into the physical world. You understand? Anything that's embodied in a physical vehicle, physical body, right? Even if that body is a tree or Mother Earth herself, mm-hmm. that 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 makes that that energetic anchored into the physical world. So, because humans, we have these. We just have to learn them. They're, they're within us. It's not a learning um it's a it's a change in behavior because those energies exist within us too we just haven't been vibrationally harmonious with them in this old paradigm so the the ascension and the awakening of humanity is where we start to activate and awaken these inner knowings and these vibratory states of being and then we behave accordingly with them so that so that we can start living in a new way And by embodying these qualities and by behaving them and also by also helping us as healers and mirrors to us, reflections of us, they're helping us to do this. Does this make sense?
0: Oh, yes, Lori, And I love your description. Well, that was another question I was going to ask you because everyone has a different idea of what ascension is. And, you know, some years ago, There is this big event going to be happening, and this woman wrote to me, and she said, I am going to be ascending on Saturday, And, and this lady actually thought she was going to leave, take off, go up. (laughs)
1: You know, right
0: <laughs> the clouds or something, right. and it's like, oh my goodness, you know. So I'm glad you explained what it is, and that's your opinion, that's your experience, you know, everything. However, I really love it. It really sounds uh, like the real thing. I like that. Yeah.
1: Well, one thing I do want to make clear, clear <clears throat> because this is this is truth. I mean, truth is truth, and perception is perception. Perception can be truth, but that doesn't make it absolute truth. That just makes it one person's truth. Mm. So, but but absolute truth is this: ascension is not something that you go to, fly to, or leave your body for. <laughs> it is within you. It is within you. Right, now, you exactly. can leave your, but a person can leave their body and right. ascend after they leave their body, meaning that they physically transition, they physically die, right? Mm -hmm. And then they continue to live and they can ascend in that way. That is possible. That is one way to do it. But that is not what we're referring to here on earth. We're talking about humanity, keeping our bodies, changing our state of consciousness, including the vibratory state that we embody, our vibratory state, and basically that's a shift from yeah that fear based kind of reality where there's just doubt fear worry anxiety fret skepticism i mean we we saw the massive amount of you know like fear of death and what that can do to a population who's afraid of death how we can be literally shifted because of that primal fear of death um and then having to reconcile with that, right, and resolve those issues is what part of what we're going through now. That changes the state of vibration out of fear, on just even that core issue, and into a new consciousness as we work through that. That's just one example. But so ascension mm-hmm. happens is meant to happen as we're alive and well, and and the shift of the vibration. Uh, from fear is primarily a vibration to joy, to enjoyment, right. mm-hmm. to well-being, to happiness, to, to freedom. You see the, the difference between the doing it in the old way, which is the shadow way, which is like external authorities and fear and someone controlling, dominating, you know, and also, um, that old way is like, misinformation, disinformation, secrecy, coercion, manipulation, lies, deceit. That happens in that old way. People being given wrong information. And the primary thing going on there, too, is typically someone's benefiting to the harm and detriment of others. That's going on. But the shift out of that is a shift to freedom, to liberation, to doing things in the light, to more honesty, to more integrity, to more ethic, ethical behavior, to, to, to alignment with the divine, which is an alignment of joy, of happiness, of well-being, um, of greater harmony in the world, of more, um, yeah, just, you know, more of that, a kind, a kind of inner certainty of recognizing ourselves as creators of our reality and feeling safe in the knowing of what we're creating. And how we're experiencing our reality based on what we create. So all of that is, 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 is part of the ascension journey. And everybody gets to go through it in their own unique way. Most people are still choosing the path of the shadow, right? They haven't yet realized mm-hmm. that that's going on. But it is going on, regardless of whether people are conscious of it or not. But bring it back to the animals, right? This is why one thing, it's just another one in a way, I see the animals as another one of God's gifts to humanity to help us through this time. Oh, because yeah. they, they really have all this awareness and then and then, of course, you could take it to the next step too, which is to say that different animal subspecies have different roles and different missions to help humans, and we mostly, we talked a little bit about dogs and and even cats, but um, they all have different roles with regard to helping humans and Earth heal and resolve our issues and also anchor in the new frequencies.
0: Little Ario really does that. I didn't acknowledge him. Little Ariel, Mm. my my co he's he's in training as my co-host a little or ariel but he is a teacher of joy i mean he Mm -hmm. just prances around you know just and when he's got something in his mouth that he shouldn't have he's just so joyful Mm i (laughs) mean talk about being a teacher of joy yes he just Finds joy in everything. He's just wonderful, so mm. wonderful. So, see you
1: now, and and I know, I know, because I know you and I. We love animals so much, mm-hmm. and I've seen so many great pictures of him with you on Facebook too. But what I was gonna say is, like, don't you remember when you first got him? How your joy and your happiness just immediately, like, I mean, I remember when I got my this dog because I had been, you know, without a dog for almost a year um because my last dog transitioned and I really wanted to take my time before I got my next animal companion but it was like from zero to through the roof like through to infinity in my joy and happiness like overnight you know like don't you do you remember right. that
0: right. oh yes I can remember I can remember holding him see um see my my dog came back I, you know Simba the Westie came back as Ariel and you know it was like and this was a test for me trusting myself because mm. I said I always said to Simba when he was in spirit form I don't know how will I know if I go see you know this lady which one to get because how am I gonna know I what if I make a mistake and I don't get the right one? And he was like, Mm. Oh no, you know (laughs) he was always like, Oh no, you'll remember you don't worry about it, you know, and I Mm. So what we planned is that I would call out the name, Ariel, and Ariel would come and kiss me on the cheek. Yeah, that's,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yep. That's and new. that's exactly what happened. That's exactly so great. What happened? That is yes. a
1: divine appointment, Judy. That is how oh, yes. it goes. I'm mm-hmm. so glad for you. I mean, mm-hmm. I tell people that too when I've done like readings for people in the past and sessions where, you know, they want to reconnect. And that is a great example of how that can work. Cause it's true that a lot of the animals a lot of animals do um come back to their human not not always but you know especially right. in a case like yours where you were so bonded to Simba oh, I remember yeah. oh, and my gosh, in so shit. many cases that 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 can happen because animals are on the same in a sense they're on a same kind of soul evolution journey as we are that they have right. soul agendas and soul growth and soul learning to do. And in some cases, if the bond is so strong that the, the two can continue together, like an animal and a human can continue uh-huh. their growth and their learning together, there'll be a reincarnation event where and a sacred appointment yeah. where they reconnect like that. Yeah, Very this, cool. is the,
0: this is his the third body for this particular soul. <laughs> and mm. I, I'm in my same body, <laughs> mm. and this is his third body, but it's mm. you know, very, very interesting. And yes, in fact, Simba, and I believe it's on our TalkAnimal.net, I believe I've written there what he said about evolving, ascension, you know, how what he got from the Jazz Up shows, because he was a co-host, he was always listening to him. And he was talking about his own ascension, what he got from the shows and from going to different seminars. I took him to like Greg Braden and uh, Bruce Lipton. He met both of them and he said, there's seminars.
1: <laughs> so, mm.
0: this is a reminder always bring your, your animals in to listen to these shows because they get value from them. I know. Right now, Ariel is very quiet, and I know he's listening. (laughs) So, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Love that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things
1: I really love is I do a lot of channeling, and um, there's something going on outside. Sorry for the background noise. I can't control it. Um, But I do a lot of channeling, and the animals will come in with channeled messages, you know? Right. They are always sharing such insights. It's we don't realize that their level of consciousness is at frequencies that we're. Some of the messages are very simple and yet so profound.
0: For oh, example, yeah. in
1: one of the recent um, channelings, um, we we had um, the the consciousness of lightning bug. Come in. <laughs> and yes. the lightning bug was talking about um through through the channeling how his light is is not powered by anything but his connection with his knowing. Oh he wow. knows he has a light. Oh and he, he never <laughs> runs out of this light. He just knows he has it and it's always available. And he was just talking about how that's true for humans yeah we have a light in us right yeah it's an eternal it's an eternal energy of eternal an eternal source of energy that's available to us and and he was talking about how not to dim our light for anyone or anything and not to allow our light to be dimmed even by the external world and I thought that was just so profound and yet so simple and, and clear. And then we also had a visit, um, in a recent channeling from Cicada and Cicada was talking about how, you know, um, you know, they, they just sing, you know, their music, whether it's through, you know, it's through their wings, they're just talking nice. about singing mm-hmm. and making music, singing their song and they're saying like just, Like, why would you ever not sing your song? We don't, they were saying, we don't sit and think, is our wing (laughs) song going to sound pretty? They just do do it. it. Right. Because it's joyful for them. They're not doing it for any other reason than to be heard. That's what they're saying. They're in Um, like nature and Mm -hmm. they're, they are communicating with other cicadas, but it's just to be heard. It's just to say, I'm here. And they're sharing that. Like, it's just amazing. Cows are brilliant. People don't realize cows. Oh, yes. Yes. Cows perceive themselves to be the best mothers on the earth, really advanced mothers. And, really? I mean, for years, they used to say, um, years ago, they used to say, we will self-sacrifice for our children. and And when they were saying that, that's when they got the mad cow disease. And then they changed their tact after a while because they thought this isn't helping humans to realize to treat our cats kinder. So what we're going to do is share transmissions of motherly love and self-love. And we're going to ask humans to become better at loving themselves and mothering themselves, like parent self-parenting.
0: Oh, and yes. they were
1: sharing all these transmissions because they said, if you understood how to love yourself and mother yourself as a mother loves a child, you as your own parent, you would never allow this to happen to our children. Um So, like, that's really fascinating, right? And they're, sh- they're sharing right. some insight and wisdom on how we can become better parents to ourselves. And so much wisdom on how they understand that, humans have not learned good parenting skills as a collective, good mothering skills. And this doesn't put mothers down, right? It's not that. Right. That right. We're all learning how to nurture and love ourselves better uh, than we have in the past, especially, you know, generations of the early 1900s who, you know, grew up during world wars, you know, and even this, what we're going through on earth, right. You know, at this, Point in time, you know, as it relates to a global sort of collective experience of having to deal with something that is so highly traumatic for humanity. Mm-hmm. Right? So we're learning to love and nurture ourselves, and cows have so much insight on that. Fascinating, you know. That
0: is fascinating. I've never really heard anyone talk about. Cows. And, you know, I grew up on a ranch. So, uh, yeah, so fascinating. Really fascinating. Can I tell you,
1: one time I was on this this, um, rescue. I mean, I've a lot of times gone to um, different farm sanctuaries. This Mm -hmm. one particular time I went there to do some healing on the farm animals, and I approached this cow, and the first thing he said to me was, Oh, oh, you don't want to waste your time on me. I'm just an old, old cow and he had like um well it was a, it wasn't a bull, it was a female, but it had a masculine kind of energy, like an old grandfather kind of energy, and mm-hmm. so I referred to him as a he because that's kind of how he presented, but he was cow female, but in any case, he said i this he had um huge like um tumor that was benign on his chin and that's part of what, where I was going to do the healing and he said I said to him like immediately oh I love you so much like there was so much love I guess couldn't. I was over like taken with the love and I just I love you so much please don't say that I want to stay with you I want to work with you and so I went to sort of like um because he wasn't denying it you know and so I went to by the way I keep saying he but it's really because they're not as gender identified as we are. They don't have attachment to gender in the same way we do.
0: And, so you the just there was both like
1: them? none okay. of the animals. They're not they're not insulted if you call them male or female <laughs> and get their gender wrong, which is one of the reasons they're not as easily identified as one gender or another. So they, that's another thing that they just don't, it's not as easy to insult animals <laughs> as it is to insult a human. If you call a male a female, you could really insult them, right? And anyway, but, <laughs> but coming back to the cow, I went to do the healing on this cow and what I heard him say was, I carry the wounds, this chin is the wounds of all the cows who were slaughtered before me. Oh, So very sad, right? So, anyway, I do the healing, and afterwards, I tell the farm sanctuary people what he told me, what I heard him say, and they said, it's true. He was the last of two cows rescued from a slaughterhouse that was closing. Oh. So that cow, really, he carried that wound for his own cows, all the other cows. It's like right. he's carrying it for them, so that they could all be healed. Like the healing was not just for his chin. He was basically saying, through the healing, this wound. If this wound is healed, we'll he- we can heal the wounds of all the cows that went before me. He's carrying that so that they could be healed. Fascinating. No. Um, is it, I mean, he never. You don't even imagine that that he had consciousness of that. I'm carrying right. this wound for all of them. So if we proceed to healing, we're healing for all of them. Just right. fascinating. So profound. Really?
0: Our animals yes. are
1: so advanced. And it's us who can... You know, this is one of the things that happens in projection, Judy. We We project our issues onto others. We see through our right. own eyes. And mm-hmm. so humans in general don't typically project onto animals. How, you know, we project who we are and who we perceive them to be. So we don't always realize, I mean, we're animal lovers here. So we can hear right. this without skepticism. We hear it with open mind. Like, yeah, wow, that's so great. But I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of time traveling. And some of the places I've traveled have been places, you know, where they do a lot of, you know, you know, Iowa and where they have a lot of slaughterhouses. And I've heard people say cows are so dumb. And and I, you know, I can't challenge people's belief systems in that moment of, you know, talking. But I can say sometimes I'll say things like, well, maybe that's just our projection of them. Maybe that's just what we perceive. Maybe we're the dumb ones. Oh, <laughs> You know, like maybe we don't know. And this is part of, this is what I mean about ascension because it's very, it's an opportunity to expand our consciousness into something we didn't see before, but it will challenge our limiting beliefs.
0: Yeah. There's a a sanctuary or a a sanctuary or, you know, a shelter here in town. It's called the, and now they do a lot of good, a lot of good work, and everything. But it's called the Dumb Friends League. And when I heard that, I thought, "Is that referring, is that mm. referring to people or the animals?" Because I thought, thought it's more like the people <laughs> rather than mm. the animals. But mm. you know, it just kind of condescending. I've never liked that name, but like I said, mm. they do some good work. You know, so mm. God bless them. You know, right. So.
1: Well, see, everything Uh is a vibration. Everything's a vibration of energy. So that might not be the most conscious organization. I know when I'm choosing organizations to tithe to, to donate to, and I always, I mean, I always donate at least 10% of everything that I receive to animal charities. That and also spiritual teachers. Um, but I, I'm very selective in terms of choosing Organizations that represent as much consciousness as they possibly can with regard to the animals and the service work they do. And I'll say I learned this from the animals, too. One of the things animals said was they all say this, like across the board, if you ask them, um, they'll say, please do not um, spend time and energy focusing on our pain and our suffering and all the wrongness that's done to us. Don't deny it, but focus and indulge on all the good things that are done on, on all the successes. You know, acknowledge that more cows are being grass fed. Acknowledge that, um, fewer, you know, animals are being used mm. in, uh, testing, medical testing, or especially in cosmetic testing. There's much, much fewer animals being used there. You know, start focusing on those things that are good because this is like how you create more of that and they say if you share our pain and suffering you are adding to our pain and suffering oh it's so interesting that's a
0: hard lesson to learn yeah I know but you know who told me that different words but the same the same idea Simba told me that Mm, Yeah, he he said, "Yeah, do not focus on that." Yeah, and it was like, "Huh?" Hmm?" And they they say,
1: "Don't (laughs) deny it. Don't deny it. Right?
0: Don't Don't deny it. it. Don't carpet sweep
1: it." But exactly, do do really indulge? Like, if you want to help us indulge on um, choosing to really put energy into what you want more of, and yeah, the basic law of attraction. But they never use the word law of attraction, but that's no. Really they, what yeah, that they're,
0: they're beyond that law of attraction. Yes. <laughs>
1: they are. Well, oh I mean, my god! Because they're yeah. living under the same universal laws and principles that we are. So, law of attraction is a real law, but it doesn't function on its own. It's, it works with all the other universal mm-hmm. laws. But in so. any case, it makes sense that they would say that, right? makes sense when it you think
0: of it. It really that perspective. does. Right. It really does. So yeah. Right. Lori, this has been really great talking to you. We've been talking to Lori Spania about animals and humanity's ascension. Oh my, what a great topic. This has been wonderful. Really delightful, Lori. Thank you so very much.
1: Oh, Judy, thank you so much for having me. It's been I really enjoyed it too. I always love Sharing in open-minded communities where we have common commonality of of love for animals and where we can all expand how we're helping animals and understanding and sharing with them. They really are right. our brothers and sisters on Earth. They really mm-hmm. are our brothers and sisters too. So thank right. you so much for having me.
0: Yes, and remember, everyone, we are so glad you're here, and be sure to go over talk go to talkanimal dot net. Uh, for all of the specials And the resources that we have there For you and your animals And then if you desire to become the animal To become the person that your animal knows That you are Just head over to Jazz Up Your Life with Judy And uh, there you'll hear all these wonderful speakers So thank you Lori Thank you everyone for listening today We really love you and appreciate you Thank you so very much